Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. My name is Marcus Fernandez and welcome to another session on homeopathy. And today we're going to be talking about food poisoning, the top six homeopathic remedies that you should know you should have at home in order to give yourself, your friends, your family, in case you have food poisoning, okay? And we're going to be talking about food poisoning and vomiting, diarrhea, all the things associated with food poisoning. So, okay, let's get into it. Today, food poisoning, the top six homeopathic remedies that you should know. So these remedies you can have at home, You may these may be in your homeopathic first aid kit you may have, or remedy kit so so useful to have so what is food poisoning so food poisoning is really serious and actually gets better within a week and the symptoms can include feeling sick you know nausea diarrhea being sick actually vomiting stomach cramps sometimes a bit of a high temperature and feeling generally unwell feeling tired lethargic can feel a bit achy but chilly you just feel that something's wrong and you feel under the weather and then often the symptoms will start, you know, either a few hours or a few days after eating the food that's caused the problem, okay? And often it's over a few hours or not. Sometimes it won't be weeks after, unless it's something more serious. Often it's in pretty much the sort of same day, to same 24 hours or a few hours after eating. And these symptoms usually pass completely after a week and after the body's got rid of whatever it is in the system. And... The most important thing to do if you are vomiting and got especially diarrhea is to drink plenty of fluids and such as water. You can take rehydration salts if there's been a lot of vomiting or diarrhea to avoid dehydration. Okay, so it's really important that you replenish those salts because often they can cause a lot of problems if you don't replenish those salts. And I've seen it with clients and with patients that they've never been well since being dehydrated not just from diarrhea and vomiting but also from excessive perspiration and sweating where they just don't feel better and this is when you have to definitely replenish those salts that we've lost during either diarrhea vomiting or perspiration so how do you get food poisoning well it's caused by eating something that's been contaminated that can be water it can be food and any type of food can actually cause food poisoning so fruit can cause it vegetables as well as meat fish shellfish very common one and this can happen if food is not cooked properly or not reheated thoroughly and if it's not stored correctly as well for example it's not being frozen it's not being chilled and it's been left out for too long or it's been handled by somebody who's ill has not washed their hands or it's eaten after the use by date it well you know quite a while after these by date and as we said any food can cause food poisoning and you can get this as well when you're abroad when you're traveling as well as going to your local restaurant to eat or take away food so just for everybody please subscribe to our youtube channel there's all the videos that i've done are all on the youtube channel please do subscribe any further information about chg the center for homeopathic education 
please go to our website. We do a lot of courses from beginner's course all the way to practitioner level and beyond. We also do postgraduate and we're recruiting now. This is our September intake for our two-year fast track or four-year part-time course. So for more information, go to the website, but please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. So let's look at some homeopathic remedies, the top six homeopathic remedies, which I think you should know about. Now, this is not all the remedies that are good for food poisoning. There's many, many remedies that are good for food poisoning, many, many remedies for diarrhea. I'm just gonna try and give the top six that I think you should know about. Number one remedy for food poisoning, arsenicum album. So this is often from food poisoning, from bad meat, shellfish, or after watery fruits, for example, melon or vegetables. Or it can be from contaminated, dirty water. Or anything where there's ice. You know, you're not supposed to put, especially when you go abroad, use ice in your drinks. Or often they say don't use salad in case it's washed with contaminated water. Also good for ice cream. If people have ice, an ice cream on a hot day, so they've been heated and then they get chilled. Often they'll get diarrhea with nausea and vomiting and frequent loose and offensive watery stools. Okay? offensive watery stools and get severe cramping in the abdomen and also burning pains. They can feel burning in the abdomen or the stomach, but also on passing stools or at the diarrhea, that anus can burn really, really hot. Be very restless. Remember, these are keynotes, restlessness with arsenicum. And if you watch any previous videos, you'll see the big keynotes of arsenicum is restlessness. They change places constantly. They sit down, then they stand up, then they lie down, then they move around. They can't seem to get any relief, but they're exhausted. That's a big thing with, again, keynote with arsenicum. They are exhausted and they want to lie down, but the two restless, they get back up again. Okay, so the marked weakness and exhaustion, big two major keynotes with arsenicum and extremely chilly. They are very, very, very chilly. Also with the restlessness is anxiety. Another big keynote for arsenicum. Very anxious, they feel they're seriously ill and despair and that they'll never recover. I remember getting food poisoning when I was traveling in India and I said to my wife, that's it. That's it, I'm dying, I'm going, I'm leaving, I'm going. This is the end. You really get into that state where you don't feel that you're ever gonna get better. It's like all the vitality is draining out of you. Um, so they need company, they want people to be around, but they're not reassured by it because they're so anxious, but they want you to be around. They don't want you to leave them. The symptoms can get worse around midnight before or after. So I'd say around 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., around that time that things can start. So this is when the diarrhea could start, okay? Or the nausea, start feeling nauseous because the keynotes of arsenicum is around midnight. And the worse for cold, better for warm applications. Even though they have burning pains, maybe in the tummy, they want like a hot water bottle on there. And they're thirsty for small sips. And with the diarrhea and the food poisoning, often desires for sips of warm drinks. They feel better for that. And they can't bear the thought or smell of food. Can't bear it, makes them feel terrible. So arsenicum's gonna be the number one remedy for food poisoning, especially if you've got those characteristic symptoms, which again, are very common with food poisoning. Next remedy is carbo-veg. So this is food poisoning from fish, again, ice water, often it's chilled, but it's the contamination maybe of the water, and vegetables, vegetables that are maybe a bit old. And they'll get severe diarrhea, with, again, with extreme weakness, but in a collapsed state. 
So a little bit like arsenicum when they feel weak, but this is more of a collapsed state. Listless and indifferent. Apathy, the inert. Where arsenicum is anxious, completely different. Listless and indifferent. It's like they call Cobo Veg the corpse reviver, okay? That's how inert they can be. Now, the thing with Cobo Veg is that they have bloating in the stomach and the abdomen, which is better for belching. So they're better if they burp and release the gas. And they might also have flatulence, you know, coming from the other end. And that can be extreme. They've got a lot of smelly wind, but the wind can also feel trapped inside and cause a bit of discomfort. And with their diarrhea, very foul smelling. It smells like, they call it a cadaverous odor, like rotten meat. Really offensive. And they can have cramping in the tummy, like the ladies holding the tummy here, better for bending double. So the cramping can be better if they bend double. Feeling icy cold. Now, this is a really big keynote of Carbo Veg. They'll be feeling cold, especially their hands and their feet. So you'll feel the hands and they'll be absolutely icy. The body could be warm, but the hands and feet are icy cold. It's like all the vitality is like coming away from their extremities into their core. They desire open air and they want to be fanned. They want like movement of air around them because they feel breathless. Okay, that's like they can't get enough oxygen in. It's a big keynote for carbo veg. Chili, but wants cold drinks. Okay, different from Arsenicum, chili, but wants cold drinks and wants open air. They need that movement of air, get a window open, but or a fan near them where they can get the movement of the air. Worse hot, stuffy rooms, worse covering. They don't want to be covered. Even though they're cold, they don't want to be, have any covers on them. Worse lying down, worse for fats. Better for belching, so they better if they can release wind in burps or if they pass wind flatulence, they feel better for it and better for sitting up in themselves. Carbo veg, brilliant, brilliant remedy. Great remedy. Next remedy is China. So this is food poisoning from fish, meat, milk, fruit, and again, in pure water, where it's been tainted in some way. And they have profuse, painless diarrhea, but with dehydration and weakness. This is often given for people with travelers diarrhea when people travel around different countries. But dehydration and weakness because of the dehydration is a big keynote for China. Again, like carbo veg, they'll be bloated and distended with gas. But this is the difference. There's no relief. Even if they bring up the gas, there's no relief. They don't feel any better. It's like this fermentation constantly going on within China, especially after fruit as well. There's like this fermentation process going on. They can have indigestion with sourness coming into their mouth or regurgitation of food in their mouth. Or if they vomit, it'll be like food, like not quite digested. There's a cold feeling in the stomach and they feel full even after a small amount of food. Something very small, they just feel full. And food will often taste bitter. Even water, they'll drink some water, that tastes bitter. Okay, there's a bitterness there. Very irritable, okay? Very, very irritable. It's almost irritable like Nux Vomica. When we've done Nux Vomica in other videos and have a lot of mental symptoms like Nux Vomica, where they're oversensitive to noise, oversensitive and touchy to anything that you say to them. So you're trying to look after them and say, Here's what, I don't want any of that. I don't want this. Keep it, you know. They all sort of want to be alone. Your people annoy them. You can't do anything for them. You know, they just get really annoyed, very touchy. You might say the slightest thing and they get oversensitive and overreact. Worse for touch, 
Worse for light pressure and worse at night. But they're better for warmth because they're very chilly. Better hard pressure. So the tummy, the pains, and my cramps, worse for light, but if they press hard, it's a lot better. They may even lie on that side. Better for open air, better for loose clothes because they feel so bloated. But this is a remedy for what we call in homeopathy, loss of vital fluids. It's the diarrhea or the vomiting. They're exhausted from it. They've lost these vital fluids and become dehydrated. So it can look like arsenicum. So if you think of arsenicum, but with bloating, can have all the symptoms of arsenicum, but with bloating, often that will be China. If it's just diarrhea and they don't have the bloating or the gas, then it's probably just arsenicum, okay? But you may get confused with the mental symptoms or they're very ill, so you think it's nux vomica, it's often China, okay? So again, a good differentiation there between those remedies. Next remedy is Ipecac. This is a remedy, actually the full name of Ipecac means the weed on the side of the road that makes you vomit. <laughs> Nux vomica is the nut that makes you vomit. Ipecac is the weed that grows on the side of the road that makes you vomit. And this is food poisoning with persistence, nausea and vomiting without relief. They do not feel better for vomiting. The nausea doesn't feel better from vomiting. They don't feel better from vomiting because some remedies feel better. Once they've vomited, they feel better. They feel there's a relief. With Ipecac, they just still feel sick and nauseous and feel really, really ill. And they have a real loathing, the sight or even the smell of any food. And one of the strange, rare, peculiar symptoms of Ipecac is they have profuse saliva with nausea. So they have excess saliva in the mouth almost like spitting it out. This is a keynote of Ipecac. And with diarrhea, with this food poisoning, they can have, a, again, another strange, rare, peculiar symptom where they have a hot head, but the legs feel cold. And we have with China that they've got cold hands and feet. With Ipecac, they have a hot head, but they complain about cold legs. And the stools, if they go to the toilet with the diarrhea, very offensive, and it looks like frothy molasses. You know molasses? You can take it from, get it from the health food store, blackstrap molasses. It looks like frothy molasses, but very, very putrid, very offensive. Can have severe cramp and colic with the diarrhea, okay, which are, they feel better for rest, better for closing their eyes, better again for open air. So open air is a very common thing with all these remedies but they feel better for closing their eyes. But that's not closing their eyes and lying down because they're worse lying down. They're better sitting up. And also worse for warmth, worse for ice cream, worse for pork, so they could have had food poisoning from these things. And also they're worse for cold drinks. They feel worse. In fact, the pain in the abdomen, the cramping can be worse from cold drinks. Okay, so that's Ipecac. We've covered Ipecac before when we did morning sickness in one of the videos. Check him out on the YouTube channel where Ipecac is a big vomiting nausea remedy. Next remedy, Nux Vomica. So here they have cramping and painful diarrhea. They feel better for passing a stall, but only for a short period of time. Okay, there'll be a relief, but they'll have this frequent urge to go. They go keep running back to the toilet. And this is worse for any form of indulgence, so rich food or alcohol. So this is probably, we're talking about food poison, this is probably alcohol poisoning as well. Diarrhea from rich food, alcohol, 
they can get it from antibiotics, overuse of laxatives. And often there's gas and distension are worse for the pressure of clothes. So they often will undo their clothes around their tummy because of the gas and distension. They can have griping pains, which are better for passing stool and diarrhea with constant uneasiness like they haven't finished. They still feel they've got more to come out and they stay on the toilet because they feel if they come off, they're going to go again. So they end up staying on there because they don't want to be incontinent with their stills, but it feels like that. There's weakness there. Again, grumpy, irritable, easily angered, the typical Nux vomica picture, and very oversensitive to everything, feels worse of noise, smells, and touch. You want to be out of the way of a Nux vomica when they're ill. They can have this hypochondriac, they think there's something else wrong with them, with this food poisoning and this diarrhea, with great fear, and they worry at the slightest problem they get health-wise, okay? They'd be on the internet trying to work it out, or in the book trying to figure out what it is. They can get really like a hypochondriac. They worry a lot about their health. Chilly, very chilly Nux vomica, better for heat and better for warmth on the abdomen, Okay. Now, this is one of the biggest remedies for alcohol. When people have had too much alcohol, we've talked about this before. Big remedy for that. But also for like overeating, overindulgence, too much rich food. But it's a good remedy when people are feeling ill from food poisoning and they want to get it and it needs to come out of their system. Last remedy, number six, pulsatilla. Ailments after eating pork, creamy food, pastries, ice cream and eggs. Never been well since, or they get eat that, and then a few hours later, they feel ill. They'll get watery diarrhea, which is worse as at twilight. The diarrhea will come on and continues into the night. So again, there's different time modalities when these things will happen. When we talked about arsenicum, was around midnight, 10 p.m. or 2 a.m. Repulsatilla, they're always worse around twilight, and then it goes into the night. The sensation that digestion is all disordered, not right. By the way, diarrhea from a fright. If they get scared, it goes straight to their tummy. They can have a sensation as if there's a stone in the stomach. Don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I have. I remember it's like a heaviness. It's like this undigested food is sitting in my stomach and it won't move. It feels heavy and it won't move. And then you take the remedy. And this is what often happens with the remedies. You take the remedies, and then he vomits. It come, all comes out if it needs to, or it comes out the other end. The body has an amazing way of just doing what it needs to do to get it out of the system. Remember with pulsatilla, they're thirstless. There's no thirst. Often can be quite shy, timid, emotional. Often in a pulsatilla state, they will be emotional. They'll be very tearful. They'll want to be looked after. They crave company, typical pulsatilla picture. Even if they're not normally like this, they can go into the state. Okay, they want you to be around, they want to be looked after. It's like, please help me. And you're gonna, you're gonna feel like you wanna help them. So they can be chilly when they're unwell, but they feel better for open air. So they can be a bit chilly, but they need the open air. Okay, they need that window open. But like carbo veg, they need to be fanned, they need open air, movement of air. So they'll go outside or hang out of a window just to get that air. It's like air hunger, okay, air hunger. So great, great remedy to know. So there are the top six remedies I think you need to know. There is other remedies, okay, but they're the top six that I want to share with you as home prescribers. And again, as I always say, use the 6C or 30C. Why? Because you can get them in the over-the-counter health food stores or they're in remedy kits. 
and take one dose at a 15 minute interval again little guidelines for three or four doses or until the symptoms improve remember the most important thing is that you're observing the person you're giving it to say it's a family member or yourself how they feel after that first dose and you're going with their vital force if they feel better then you can stop the remedy sometimes as i said you give the remedy and often they can run and vomit if that's what the body needs to do so remember the remedies are like keys to a lock they stimulate the body to heal itself the body knows what to do when the remedy will stimulate the vital force we call it in homeopathy vital force or prana in ayurveda or chi in chinese medicine and it will do what it needs to do so if it needs to get it out of the system it will vomit if it needs to have diarrhea it will have diarrhea okay but if in looking for the keynotes of these remedies don't go into analysis paralysis often your remedy will be in one of those six remedies i've just covered the most common remedies you can give and if symptoms persist seek a qualified practitioner because what you're going to be careful of is dehydration if there's things like blood in the stool you know you need to go and get more qualified advice medical advice okay so make sure that you stay rehydrated as we said another good little tip to use as well is things like ginger tea you can make ginger tea get some ginger root which you can find all over the world i prefer to use the root rather than just the powder so it's fresh cut it a few pieces and some boiling water boil it and let it simmer and then drink the tea i prefer to do that than just putting a few slices in some hot water i like to simmer it it's for me stronger and it soothes everything from mouth all the way down your digestive tract really important and if you've had things like diarrhea and vomiting it's always good to take a good probiotic as well or you can take yogurt and things like that just to help with the natural gut flora that often you know gets affected when you have that persistent diarrhea and vomiting so that's the end of this today's live session on food poisoning as i said check us out on the website or subscribe to our youtube channel and where you see all the other videos there thank you Hi, Marcus here. Just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies, as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cchihomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast. 